Yo, what's up, everybody? I wanted to welcome you to another um, edition of Bar Talks. And I wanted to take a moment and just um, reflect back to a previous discussion that I hosted and um, with the pastor discussing uh, mental health. Um, it wasn't just a pastor. We had several uh, um, guests at the show. But I want to just give you a little uh, clip of kind of our discussion. Uh, sit back, and I hope you enjoy it. But I got somebody for you. Yeah. And... It's um, 
you know, life is hard. Life is hard. And, 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 and hard you know, on good days, on you know, good all days, life is hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's all kinds of stuff that goes on. Okay. And you got to be aware of it, and you have to minister. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay, audience. Do we have anything to add? I see y'all kind of. Nope. 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 Who went to church today? Oh, I think one thing I want to say. I drove past a couple. When you mentioned about the numbers went up when you moved it out of the church, right? And I've I've noticed that too. So yeah. when I do like masterminds or, or I do a lot of voice to men empowerment masterminds, and I get more response, more activity when it's not it. It could be at a library, right? And I'll get more, more, you know, more input, more response. It's, so it's almost like, um, you know, I go to this, for me, it's it's not it's spirituality, vice religion. And I think sometimes we get so caught up in the religion aspect of of not being humor yeah. and being, um, you know, fingers pointed at people for having faults. Right. When, you know, I, I believe that, you know, there's sin from the pulpit to the doper, you know. And, and I think that's, that's the piece that a lot of men... I know for men, I can't talk for a woman, but from a man's perspective, um, we want to feel, we want a safe environment. We want a, a non-judgmental environment. And I think if we, sometimes if we, if we open up, then you get that that that, that talk, you know, the yeah. the the, yeah. the, the, the chat. Yeah. And I think that's why we, I know for me, I held a lot of stuff in, because people would, would tell me today, hey, I didn't know you was going through that. I didn't want you to know that. You know, but when I got outside of the church, I was able to, or when I got into a safer environment or a more friendly environment, I was able to open up to, to talk about it. Yeah, and that just demonstrates that the church, as the church, we got a lot of work to do. Yeah. It is, uh, today we were finishing up the last chapter of the book of John, and three times Christ said, feed my sheep, feed my lamb, feed my sheep. What we're supposed to be doing is ministering to people. Yeah. Uh, and if, if we're not doing that, if all we're doing is just trying to, you know, increase our numbers, get a bigger building, yeah. and, and drive better cars, we're missing our yeah. mission completely. Um, Jesus, when he was, he had gone in a in a small ship across a body of water, and the first person that he encountered on the other side was a man who was possessed by demons, and he said, "My name is, is Legion." And the first thing that he did when he get off, got off that ship was to deal with Legion, to, to work with him. And the Bible doesn't tell you exactly what his, his problem was, whether he was he, it was just something that was going on in his mind, it was a chemical imbalance, or he was actually possessed. The Bible doesn't tell you that. But it does tell us that Jesus ministered to him. Yeah. As a church, we're supposed to minister to people. We're, um, we should be sort of the first step and the last step. Right? They should be coming to us first saying, I, I got a problem. Can you help me? Mm -hmm. And when they have tried everything else, we should be the last one they come to. It looks like I'm going to be this way forever. Can you help me? Mm -hmm. right? we, we don't have the, the luxury of saying, there's something wrong with him. We, we need to get him get him out of here. Mm -hmm. There's something wrong with him, and <laughs> this, this is where we draw the line right here. Well, I mean, isn't church supposed to be like the
also like as I remember when when I was growing up in North Carolina, they would put you on the altar and pray the demon out of you forever. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that because as a kid I believed that this was what it was. But that never worked for my mother. So I'm saying so she needed therapy. And I believe that sometimes now we look at it thinking, oh, they just got something in them or it's the spirit or whatever, you know, the devil versus actually addressing that there is an actual underlying issue. Yeah, you know, the Bible covers thousands of years. And if you go through all of those thousands of years, it's less than a handful of times when someone was possessed by something. Mm -hmm. Most of the time, it's either a damaged soul. Your soul is your mind, your will, your intellect, your emotions, and your imagination. It's either that or it's your dying body, Mm -hmm. right? Chemical imbalances and all those kinds of things. It is more likely to 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 be that than it is to be something inhabited. Right, right, right. right. The thing is, and I will say this: there's so many. I grew up in a church. I would never like. I had my. I literally used all pastors, first ladies. You know, my great grandmother was a was a pastor herself. But you know, the thing was, it was like you pray and you you know you go through it, you pray about it, and my father was a trustee, but he actually gave me, he's like, you got to look at everything is from your eyes. I can't tell you how to believe. I can't tell you how to do it. But at the same time, the church is where I had my first heart. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because it was, it wasn't an understanding that I was going through something. Even at a young age, I dealt with different things. With mental illness. You get what I'm saying? It was like, you know, it was, oh, we just pray it out of her. She'll be fine. But it wasn't talk about it. It was, right. it was, they ostracized you. To the point where they whisper and they talk about you, they make you feel bad. Mm-hmm. And so all these people in the church that who don't who don't know how to mind their own business, who always have something to say about somebody, it breaks your spirit, it breaks your soul yeah. sometimes. So it makes you think that there's more wrong with you than what it is. Yeah. And no one's addressing what's wrong with you. It's right. Just, wrong with and you. they just want to talk about what's wrong with you. Yeah. And oh, she's just <laughs> angry or she's this, she's that. And I'm like, y'all over there talking about me and don't even want to shun yeah. you're shunning me. And not trying to mm-hmm. talk to me and not trying to get to know, like, what the underlying issue is. And it's like, well, dang, like, this is what church is supposed to be, your safe haven. It's supposed to be where you feel the company, you, where you can lay your problems at the altar and they, they everybody embrace right. you. Right. And a lot of people are finding that the church is not where to go because you got little bitty that's sitting on the second row, same seat every Sunday, judging you and yeah. speaking things about you instead of minding her own business and embracing you. We go to Pastor Jackson Church. Yeah. Obviously, that's the church we need to go we to. We are. We're going to have a whole bunch of kooks singing your church. And I'm the kook. I'm just right there. You're the kook leader. That's why some say, well, I, I don't want to go down there to that church because there's nothing but hypocrites down there. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you tell them, come on down. We can take another one. You know,